Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com. Have you calmed down? About what? About nothing. No, about what? Not okay. the White Sox. Yeah, I'm upset about that, but I've gotten it out of my system. <laughs> okay, good. I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it here on the EP podcast, but I, I <laughs> the highest rated show on the entire network of podcast shows that I do, mm-hmm. which are the EP podcast, this one here for Evergreen Park, um, Socks in the Basement, which is the White Sox podcast I right. do, Me and the Priest with Father Paul who may or may not pop in on this show today. And also, what's the fourth one? Oh, the Broadcast Basement, which it's all named after. Okay, Those four shows, and I've been doing one of those shows at least for 10 years. The most downloads ever in a single day last week's Sox in the Basement right after the White Sox missed on Manny Machado. And it's just me. It's just me, myself, and I because I had recorded a show right. with multiple guests and my co-host. And then the whole thing went down and I couldn't redo it. So I had to scrap the entire show that I was doing. And I just sat in front of a microphone for a half hour and honestly <laughs> spoke about how upset I was. Spoke? And I didn't yell. I didn't yell. I was very calm. I was I was measured. I was calm. But I ripped the White Sox for screwing that up. And, and even if you didn't want Manny Machado, I'm not getting into this. Go download the episode. It's it's titled The Aftermath of Machado on Socks in the Basement. That's the podcast. Another podcast from the Broadcast Basement Limited. So, But I spoke for a half hour, and just that was the most downloaded show I've done in 10 years. It, it caught fire. It was like one of those like trending Twitter-type thingies. You know what I'm saying? Like People were sharing it across social you know media. Like, I don't know who this guy is. But this is spot on. Well, you're educated like, and you like, know what's going yeah, well, on. I, I understand it. And since the t- I'm not affiliated with the team, I'm not afraid of them. You can say what it, you want. I'm not afraid of them telling me I can't say anything. So <laughs> I just said what I wanted about it. And I was very honest and I kind of cut a little deep on it. And it was really well received. So, no, I've calmed down. That was like therapy for me. Oh, Your husband, on the other hand... He didn't get his therapy because he's my co-host on that show. He's been and he's, ranting to me. Yeah, exactly. On and off. He, I told him, "Come over, we'll re-record it." And he's like, oh, "I got to paint the house shirtless." I see by the pictures he paints shirtless. That's yeah. a completely other story. But he's like, "I got to paint the house," and he never made it over. And then he tell the next day he's like sending me all these things where he's still upset. And he's like, "Why aren't you upset?" I'm like, "Cause I got it on my system." <laughs> I spent a half hour down here with a beer at my bar and a microphone in front of me. I put it out there, and now hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of people are listening to it, and it's out of my system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So I feel good about that. So the day after, you know, he announced he was going to San Diego, I listen to talk radio when I get ready in the morning. Well, at 15 and 45 past the hour, they always do sports. Mm-hmm. And of course, what were they talking about? Talking about Machado. 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 But you can call him Machado now because he doesn't play for my team. Call him whatever you want Manny. to call him. Call him whatever you want. I don't care. So, of course, you know, I'm getting ready. I just have the radio on in the background. And all Dave has to hear is mention of White Sox. And he would just come up the stairs and just rant and rave and come and just got his finger in the air saying that this is the cheapest team. <laughs> this is why we're the laughing stock. He'll go back downstairs. I'm telling he's saying you, something the whole is- time he's going downstairs. He gets to the bottom of the stairs. And he says, and you know what? He comes up the stairs, just talking to Storm, it- comes up to me. It, it, I'm t- I don't want to get into it anymore because I have a completely other podcast for it. So you can go to Socks in the Basement. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found, just like the EP Podcast. And it's got its own website, like the EP Podcast is, the EPPodcast.com. It's got SocksInTheBasement.com. So if you've never heard it, feel free. You'll hear all my thoughts on it. We take up the entire half hour of me going through it again. And it's better the first time because the anger, I've gotten it out of my system now. I've, 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 I've been That's cleansed. That's healthy. I've been cleansed. Heck, the last 10 minutes was me talking about what they should do next. They won't do it because they're stupid, but I at least talked about what they should do next and what I thought they they would do next. Anyway, uh, we got a lot to cover today. Tim Moran from the patch is going to be in here. He's from Evergreen Park, plus he covers Beverly, Mount Greenwood. So he's got he's got his pulse like right here in this area. He's going to be on. I also have to tell you that once again, I became an old man and walked out on the porch and interacted with the youth of Evergreen Park. Ooh, tell me. Just today. We're going to get just to today. Okay. Just we're going to we're going to get to that. Somebody assaulted some little kid's snowman. Oh, no. And I, <laughs> you I don't took, put up with that. I took offense. <laughs> I took offense to them assaulting some little kid's snowman that I, the poor kid sat out there and built for like two days. And it's I not don't gonna care if it was almost again. completely melted away when he did it. It was still there, and that little kid probably was very upset looking through the window <laughs> while this punk was destroying his snowman. So we'll, we'll get to that. That's coming. This is the EP Podcast. It is 30 Minutes of Good, all about Evergreen Park, and it is found everywhere. Podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. It is now time for your EP Podcast Word on the Street. Lots going on in Evergreen Park this week. The electricity is being turned off today at the Community Center at 3450 West 97th Street because the new Community Center opens. After over 35 years in that building, the Recreation, Senior Services, and Youth Departments are all moving next door into that big new building. We're going to go try and sneak a peek for everybody for next week's show. District 124 Kindergarten Registration begins Tuesday and goes through Thursday, 1 p.m. through 7 p.m. Get to the Administration Office at 2929 West 87th Street or give them a call for more details at 708-423-0950, extension 2145. Mary Pat Kelly is a Southside native and author of Galway Bay and of Irish Blood, and she's going to be at the Evergreen Park Library this Friday at 6.30 p.m. to present her third book in her celebrated Irish-American historical series, Irish Above All. There's also going to be light refreshments at the Evergreen Park Library for that event. And First United Methodist Church is having an oven stew meal this Saturday, March 2nd, from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. at 9358 South Homan Avenue. Ten bucks a person, $25 for a family of three to four. Stew, salad, roll, drink, dessert. Stew it up this Saturday. 
That's your EP podcast, Word on the Street, where there is always something going on in Evergreen Park. Look at all those people in this great suburb, driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. Tim Moran has joined me at my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement here in Evergreen Park. Tim, you're an Evergreen Parker, right? You're, yeah. you're from here. Absolutely. Yeah. Evergreen Park resident, yeah. Originally from Oak Lawn? Originally from Oak Lawn, lifetime South Sider, and uh, yeah, for the last three and a half years, lived in Evergreen Park. And you're an editor over at The Patch. Absolutely. I'm the editor. I cover the uh, near west suburbs for The Patch, but um, also more locally, the uh, Beverly, Mount Greenwood, and Morgan Park. And you know a little bit about what's going on in the EP, too. Oh, absolutely. I have uh, two kids in Evergreen Park schools, uh, a lot of friends here, and uh, yeah, I like to... uh, Keep up with what's going on in our local community. What's it like trying to cover the smaller suburbs? What's it like dealing when the story may cross the borders of several different suburbs and you're sitting there and you have to cover the entire thing and deal with several different villages or several different uh, police departments or fire departments while you're trying to gather the news? Uh, yeah, you just have to make those inroads with a lot of multiple because at Patch, we cover a lot of different communities. Uh, our editors are in charge of doing seven or eight uh, different towns. So uh, we just have to find the right sources uh, in, in the uh, police departments, like you said, in the schools, uh, in politics, uh, you know, public information officers and uh, just try to develop as close of a relationship as we can. And and a story that crosses multiple communities, we sort of have to tailor the lead much differently than you were if you're uh, writing for an audience just in Evergreen Park. Uh, there is quite a bit of difference there. What do you think is how people consume the patch the most? Is it like through social media? Are they looking it up and, and Googling it? Like how, how are people consuming? Because you guys do something mm-hmm. really unique, which I, I to me, I draw the parallel between what you're doing and what we do here at the EP podcast, because we're we're doing something that's fun for Evergreen Park. And we sit right here in the in the middle of this community and we deliver now all the stuff that we do here in the community through this podcast, which is really on-demand radio. That's very different than having like a radio stick like WGN. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, yeah. So you guys are also doing similar things with all the suburbs, including the beats that you're covering, without having the major distribution of like a Tribune and a Sun-Times or a WGN. It's mostly uh, via social media. Um, we do uh, we have done a lot lately in terms of uh, SEO training, so we are slowly but surely growing Growing in uh, Google search, uh, a lot of these local numbers, a lot of it comes through search because, like you said, uh, Google likes to see things that are super local and uh, super pertinent to local readers. So a lot of times when you Google a story that has to do with Evergreen Park, uh, Patch is going to come up high on search. But uh, especially in the south suburbs, I would say it's still social media, uh, Facebook and Twitter are uh, how we gain 
uh, the most of our residents, but we are always trying to build our homepage. We have a new, uh, we, we, we have a new feature on our homepage. They're called quick posts, which means anyone in the community can sign up for a patch account free and just write what's going on at 87th and Kedzie. You know, why were there a lot of uh, police at uh, Yukich farm yesterday? Uh, you know, we can, uh, and then our editors are trained to go in there and, you know, respond with them. Um, okay. We're looking for more information on that. And it's just a very good way to interact with the community. So that's sort of what sets us apart. It's dangerous. With that. You're dangerous. Yeah. I, have you ever seen any of these Facebook groups with Evergreen Park people? A few of them mm -hmm. every once in a while. I mean, they just turn into like, they're asking like 15 questions a day, the same people. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you, you're doing that. You're going to, you're going to have some of the, the, the crazies. Oh, you know, they're going to, they're going to be asking you a lot of questions. Oh, you absolutely. Know? I was yeah. walking down the street. And I heard a police siren. Can you look into it? That's ridiculous. You don't want that. You know, there are some people that they see a helicopter and they think the world's coming to an end. And it's just they're hovering over here because it's the best angle of something that's going on in a completely different area because they're taking video of it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you guys will get inundated with all that. Well, it, it would be a good problem to have if we got inundated right that. We just started this thing a couple of weeks ago. So right now we probably only have a few posts on our page. But a, a, as journalists, we do have to go with what's uh, most important. Uh, what affects the majority of the community. So, you know, even when it comes to responding to those quick posts, we still have to, you know, put the important stuff first. What's the big stuff going on right now on EP? I, mean, uh, I, I know Gary McCarthy wants yeah. to take it over. Yeah. You know, have you gotten any buzz off of that? Like I've been hearing, because I mean, that was like the thing everybody was talking about for a couple of weeks, which I thought was hysterical. I mean, it'll, I, I think it'll all die down. You know, but I, I thought that was that that was kind of an interesting one. Yeah, it, it was an interesting point he made because, uh, first of all, why would uh, communities like Evergreen Park, Oakland want to be uh, annexed by Chicago? There's a reason uh, people live to here. Come there, yeah, because they don't want to be in Chicago. And that's what Mayor Sexton had said. <laughs> you know, that's that's the reason why people live here. And a lot of people said that if that were to happen, they would find another suburb to live in. Uh, we actually had a funny poll that went out on our. Uh, on our Twitter page the other day, uh, when the news broke of this a couple of weeks ago about what Gary McCarthy had said, um, and it was, uh, what do you think, uh, Evergreen Park and Oak Lawn residents, what do you think of Gary McCarthy's idea? And there were four options, and one of them was, what is Gary smoking? And that got like 88% of the vote. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, he definitely didn't, uh, he definitely doesn't know the, the uh, how, how that would go about. It can't be, Chicago's not going to invade these areas and can't just dictate that you know evergreen park's going to be another neighborhood you know it would have to come from evergreen park they'd have to want to be annexed which you know like mayor sexton said you know why would we want all the city's problems here what are the details on the kid who went missing because i know that that got shared a lot on our page and uh, people were uh, asking questions yeah he's a 14 uh, year old boy his name's uh, zachariah anderson uh, he does live in evergreen park uh, family members said that he was last seen uh walking in the area near 87th street um but uh, uh yeah apparently he still has not been found uh people have said that he has run away before um but uh and and uh sometime they said that he was last seen at a sitco gas station near 79th street he attends uh, cics rightwood school well i think what people always hear is they hear habitual and they immediately mm -hmm. go okay well that that then he'll be back right you know what i'm saying but i worked in a 911 center for 10 years and i i would do the same thing i'd be like oh god i gotta figure i gotta fill out another missing card for this 
this teenager that runs away all the time. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while, it's more than just what meets the eye. And so I still think it's a good thing that you guys are getting the word out about it. And it's increasingly concerning when it goes on for this period of time uh, that he hasn't returned home. How long has he been missing for? Uh, I think the story went out last week. So, wow. um, and usually they wait a few days. It's a good amount of time. Yeah. 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 So probably. The police department isn't weeks. calling you guys if it's been like a day. They wait no. a few days. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're habitual runaways. It, that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to start doing a media blitz till they're sure that something that like they tried all of his favorite places. You know what I'm saying? So now it's been a while. So hopefully they end up finding the kid and they get, people can get more information and see a, get a look at his picture and everything by going to your site. Yeah, they can. Evergreen Park Patch, uh, we have it on there, and we will update the same article, um, you know, when he's found. We also have it up on our uh, Facebook page. We've run it on that, facebook.com slash the EP podcast. Tim Moran, I would love it if you came in here every once in a while and just told us what was new in Evergreen Park. You Absolutely. Know? I would love that. I, I think, you know, uh, to me, I think the patch trying to cover things locally, news-wise, and the EP podcast trying to entertain locally, uh, this could be a winning combination. So uh, we'd love to have you come in again whenever you guys have something you'd like to talk about. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. It's the middle of the show song. 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 Chris had nothing to put here, so he put this song. It's the middle of the show song. So I made myself a promise that I was going to get out on Friday. And I was going to do something, you know, like, you know, when I was younger and I was doing radio, like by noon, I was out partying. That's how I started my weekend. Okay. You get that? Okay. By noon. By noon. Because like, you did the morning show. I did the morning show. By noon, I was already out. My weekend had begun. And I kind of miss, you know, I'm going, you know, I'm 41 years old and I wish I was still 21. So, I mean, like just every once in a while, I get that like urge to just, you know, act like I'm 21. Start your weekend at it noon. Start my weekend at noon. And so, you know, I mean, I work for myself, so why not? So I was sitting around. I was like, oh, okay, what can I do? Where can I go like on Friday or something like that? And I'm like, oh, I got to do like happy hour. I'm going to like, I'm going to bounce around and do some of the different places. And I remember that I haven't made it over to Unidad's happy hour yet. Okay. And I look and you know how like St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Like it's about to be the high holiday here on the South side. Oh, yes. And like, so it's all going to be green and everything else like that. And, and, you know, I'm going to eat my fill of corned beef and I'm going to have my beer and, you know, I'm going to drink my Guinness and everything else like that. Carnival is coming up too because we have Ash Wednesdays coming up. And Mardi so that means Gras. Carnival's coming up. Mardi and Mardi Gras. Gras, you're from New Orleans, Mardi Gras, and everything like that. And guess what Udenad's doing starting this Friday, just on time? Mardi Gras. Carnival. Ah. They're not a new they're not a they're not a Louisiana restaurant. What do you think Mardi they're Gras? They're a Latin kitchen. Mardi Gras is Latin. No, no, it's not. It's got everything Mardi in Gras, it. Mardi Gras is like Creole. Okay, Mardi right? Mardi Gras is everything. Mardi, whatever. There's no, <laughs> there's a big difference. I've been where you're from and I, I, I've been there and I'm telling you right now, it's not the same. So what's going Carnival. on at Unidad for Carnival? Well, they're going to they're gonna kick that off and they're going to run it from the uh, first through the ninth is what it looks like, but it kicks off on Friday. They're doing happy hour specials with Brazilian beer. I'm a beer nut. So I'm going to enjoy it. I don't know if I've had a Brazilian beer. Well, they, they got, they got, there was one, if I can't remember, it's called Zingao or whatever. I've mm -hmm. had it. starts with an X. It's like a blacker beer. Okay. Like it's really dark color, but it's not like it's a porter or anything like that. It's like its own thing. And um, I like it. It's like, I have a book that uh, lists like the top 1,001 beers to drink before you die. Erica got it for me as a gift and I'm determined to get all of them. <laughs> I'll probably die trying to do it. But, but 
but it's in there. And so I had it, I've had it once or twice before. I guarantee you that'll be one of the ones that they'll have there. There's a national cocktail of popular foods for carnival. And so they're going to be doing that, which should be really good. And just in case you're like, but I want my corned beef. I saw on the website when they get close to St. Patrick's Day, they're going to be doing a corned beef taco. That is awesome. Isn't that like, like you're like, I'm worried about it, but. I'm actually not worried at all about that. I that kind of want to do good. it. And they're going to be bringing in Irish beers and whiskeys like just for it. So it's Carnival into St. Patrick's Daddy's. Day. That's awesome. Over at Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar over at 3339 West 95th Street. I, I like going there. I'm, I'm going to be there on Friday, so you should definitely stop by. I it's might be a, hanging out. It's you a might nice see me space. sitting over in the corner just kind of pretending I'm 21 years old. <laughs> it's a good possibility. <laughs> I do have like a little treat. You know how I was doing the meet the neighbors thing? Yeah. Okay. I was going to do one a couple of weeks ago, and I went to Flake Fest. And then it, everything got really busy on this show. We did the Oscar special last week. Um, we had an, another Eating Evergreen Park episode. We had the sip and sample at the library. And I have this audio. Did you know we have an ice sculptor? A person that actually sculpts ice with oh, a no. chainsaw here at Evergreen Park. I to do that. He told me he started with wood and then just said, I'm just going to go to ice. I, I don't know where you, how you do that. I don't Jeez. even know where you get the big block of ice. Where do you get the ice? Well, exactly. Listen, let's see. I don't even remember what I asked him, but I recorded it. For a, another installment of the EP podcast, Meets the Neighbors. I'm out at Flake Fest right now, and I have Jim Long, who is uh, taking a giant block of ice and turning it into something with a chainsaw. How did you get into this, Jim? Uh, back, I lived in Utah, and about 20 years ago, I started carving wood animals and things like tree stumps for various people and uh, got handy with a chainsaw. So what's the difference between wood and ice? I mean, I would think ice is trickier. It falls apart on you real quick. Ice is a, li- a lot more fragile, but it's quicker. And um, usually I have these things done in a half an hour, but today it took a little longer, a little more detail. Trying to make a penguin feeding this chick. When you're doing the ice, do you ever come across something where all of a sudden it just starts to fall apart and you have to change what you're doing? Like you come up with one thing and then halfway through it, you're like, nope, this isn't going to work. I got to go another direction. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But it's always, you know, you can always carve a little more away, but you can't put it back, so you got to be real careful. How long do you think this thing will last out here today? Usually it lasts as long as the cold weather does, so it's hard to say. Some people come up and knock them over after a while, but I should be here for a while. Very cool. Well, thanks very much for talking with us. You're welcome. So punks, Hannah. They just took a baseball bat punks. and knocked it No, <laughs> it just, they were walking down the street. And you know, kids coming home from school. And, and you know, I don't want to besmirch all kids that go to school. So I'm not going to say what school it is, but they're high school kids. Oh, they know, you know? And they're walking down 99th Street. And they they walk right, they walk past my, I'm pulling in the driveway. You see, that's the thing. They were already in the process of doing it when there were no adults around. It's the middle of the day, but I'm a deadbeat who does podcasting <laughs> for a living. Okay, so I, like, they don't expect a grown man who's at home during the middle of the day. It doesn't really happen that often. So in the middle of the week, so I, I come pulling in and I get out of the car and I'm watching this this snowman's had his head kicked off and his middle kicked off. Okay, so it's just a ball and there's another ball over there and then like and then like like the, the head with the carrot sticking out of it and the hat. Now how tall was he? 
Well, he was short now because it's been melting. Okay. He was much bigger a few days ago. Okay. And then when this incident occurred, he had shrunken. The snowman. It could have been a snow woman. I don't want to make assumptions. It's two thousand. It's two thousand and nineteen. But I'm assuming it was a snowman. So the snowman is is sitting there, and they've they've ripped it apart, and all the kids are laughing. And then I'm about to say something. Like I come walking on. I was like, I was gonna be like, you jerks! Those poor little kids. You kicked on our snowman. <laughs> I'm gonna come over to your house and I don't know, kick. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I probably if I you know. I don't know what, what do kids like these days? What can I take away from them? Fortnite. <laughs> I'm going to take away your Fortnite, <laughs> you punks. I'm going to stop you from doing ASMR or whatever it is, that weird whisper thing that you do. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what they do. But anyway, before I could say something, one of them breaks away from the group and starts yelling at the rest of them for kicking over to snowman. There oh. is good. There is good in that generation. I was like, I was, I stood there and I watched it. And he starts telling him, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's some kid's snowman. And he's trying to explain it to the other ones. And they're all laughing at him. And now they start making fun of him for putting the snowman back together. This kid, <laughs> this teenager, God bless him. He'll grow up to be something one day. Because he had a crowd around him that were all picking on him for putting the snowman back together. <laughs> and he was doing the right thing and he was putting the snowman back together. So this fine young man... Put the snowman back together, even like readjusted the carrot and the hat and everything like that. And they're picking on him. So then I was like, I was on my porch at that point, and I'm like a door down, you know, two doors down. It wasn't the neighbor, it was the one next to it, but I'm close enough. And I was like, hey, kid. And he kind of looked up. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad at least one of you knew that that was the wrong thing to destroy that snowman. Good for you. Okay, now the other ones all scatter immediately because kids, when they hit an adult talks and they've done something wrong, they're like, ah, it's the fuzz. And they all just start running. <laughs> and he stood there like Judd Nelson at the end of the breakfast club and threw his fist up in the air. And we had a moment, me and him. I threw my fist up in the air. There was a moment. I think a dove flew by signifying <laughs> peace in the neighborhood. And the snowman is back out there. Well, that's nice. That was a, that's a much better story. Normally when I interact with the youth, they're all, they're all crazy. But this, this was a good one. I like this one. No cops were involved. No, I didn't have no. to call the police for the snow. But you really think that they would have shown up for that? I did have the cops at the house though the other night. For what? I'll tell you in a little bit. Okay. That's what that's called the art of the tease. Used to keep it cool. Used to be a fool. All about the bouncing master. Watch it on the news. What you gonna do? I could hit refreshing forget. Used to keep it cool. Okay, so you guys want to start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What we need to do is start from scratch. There's lots of podcasts. Yeah, six of them now. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve podcasts that I'm doing a week. I come down here into the bar, I drink all day long, and I do podcasts. My wife is like, you have a problem. I love your new and it's job, not the, Chris. it's not the drinking, it's the podcast. There's too many of them. Should I keep it light? Stay out of the fight. No one's gonna listen to me. If I write a song, preaching what is wrong. Will they let me sing on TV? Should I keep it light? You're gonna eat lightning. You're gonna crap thunder. Is that right? You're gonna be a greasy <laughs> Italian tank. basement.
Growing up on a podcast. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. The EP podcast. 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. We gon' burn the whole house down. I had the EPPD at the house about a week ago. For what? The garage got broken into. Your garage? <laughs> no, no, no. This is great. The garage got broken into. You're going to love this story. How do you know it was broken into? Well, first off, here's what happens. It was a snowy day, and I told the kids to go outside and shovel the snow. So they go outside, and they're shoveling the snow, and, and about five minutes into it, I notice they're just using one shovel. And I lean out the door, and I'm like, why, are, why is one of you watching the other one, and you're taking turns? There's two shovels. And, and, and my, my daughter goes, Dominic's shovel's broken. She goes, I go, how did he do that? She goes, I don't know. I opened up the door and the shovel was laying there broken in two. And I'm like, all right. And I just assume because my son, my 10 year old is not so bright all the time that he obviously broke his shovel or did something. And I'm like, he broke the stupid shovel. So I'm aggravated about that. And I go about my day. I've got stuff going on. So now later on in the evening, I walk by the garage and I kind of see that the door looks like it's open a little bit and I tell my daughter I'm like did either one of you lock the garage now the service door or the garage just the, the door. little door the, okay. the, the, and, and I go did either one of you lock the garage and she goes no dad I've been trying to lock it all day but there's something wrong with the lock it won't lock and I go well can you go out there and try one more time because I'm figuring they're just like it was stuck or something like that because it, it's I the original locks never worked on the garage so I put latches on, like I bought locks and they latch over and they're like, you know, there's a whole system to the thing, but it's like, it's like a latch with like a lock through it and everything. It's a little complicated, but the, everything's exterior to the door. And she comes back in and she goes, I can't do it, dad. The thing's all bent up. And right then and there, I look mm. at her and I go, somebody broke into my garage. And Erica goes, no, they didn't. What do you mean? I'm like, this now it all makes sense. The shovel was broken because the person broke in the door. Like that, it all clicked. Right. Shovel was broken in the door. It all kind of, all of a sudden it hit me because I had been out in the backyard. Oh my goodness. Somebody broke into the garage last night. And now it's the evening the next night. And I'm finally realizing that these two idiot kids can't tell that the door <laughs> was broken open. Was it kicked? Could you see if someone kicked there, it? I, when I went out to the first thing I saw was you could tell that they had taken like a crowbar oh, and stuck it right in the wooden door because there was like the indentation and popped the lock open. Oh God. Okay. So now I'm like, oh my goodness, and I'm yelling, and I haven't even opened up the door yet, and the kids are like, the kids are like, what do you think happened? And I'm like, back up. I'm sure. I mean, it's been all day, so there's nobody in here. I'm sure, unless, unless like all of a sudden, like, like a time traveler, like Arnold Schwarzenegger came from the future, <laughs> and he's huddling up inside there before he goes on his killing spree. And I, and so I'm like, but otherwise, we probably don't have anybody in there. So I'm, they're like, what about our bikes? I'm like, I don't know what's going. And I open up the garage, and I look, and I realize that I have not cleaned the garage in a good six months. Okay. And there is so much junk. My garage is like a storage shed. There's so much junk that when you open the garage, sitting right there is a big, giant stainless steel grill. And next door are a couple of smokers from when I do my rib smoking for competitions, right? And then there's the ladder for the Christmas decorations. And then there's the boxes of the Christmas decorations. And they're all up against the door because I just was like, I'm throwing them in there and I'll clean them when it gets warmer, right? So all the expensive stuff, lawnmower, bikes, there's a brand new bike that we got my, my son, all that stuff. It's so far in the back of the garage <laughs> and it's underneath so much junk that the robbers must have busted the door open, walked in and said, 
Hell no. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting anything out of here. This is going to take an hour to get to the good stuff because all the good stuff is in the back. Buried underneath the Christmas decorations and the like, you see what I'm saying? So he looks like they probably were like, they're probably like, okay, we're gonna bust it open, we're gonna grab something good. They bust it open, they look in, they go, oh man, this guy didn't clean his garage. They just left. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was missing. So I call Evergreen Park PD because I'm like, uh, you guys want to uh, come over and make a report? So they show up and they're like, anything missing? I'm like, no. Like, what do you mean nothing's missing? I'm like, you could tell they busted the door. Like, oh, yeah, it's really obvious. So he opens up the door and he goes, oh, yeah, your garage is way too messy. They couldn't get to anything. I'm like, you see, <laughs> I didn't clean the garage. So they were like, oh, man, I'm not, I can't get through this mess. And they just left. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, Basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? I felt like it. The EP Podcast. <laughs> Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.